Hello guys! Firstly, wish you all a very happy Onam. I hope you all have enjoyed your Onam and also are going to enjoy your dinner with nice Sadhya. Today, I enjoyed my Sadhya from Thangabali. Oh, it just made my Onam festival all the more lovely. Hey Dibij, hey Jenny, hey the wrong guy and hey all the people out here to join us for the Chitter Chatter today. Well, our Chitter Chatter today is with Parak Kulkarni, the author of The Rebirth of Leelawati. It's a fictional book based on a lot of arithmetics, astronomy and a lot more. There's a lot that I want to say, but because it's a fictional and a fictional thriller, I cannot give in a lot. Hey Yogin, hey Bharat, hey everyone again. And I'm calling Parag because I have a lot of questions to ask him. So let's send him an invite and let's see you Kare when he's already here. I'm doing very well. How are you all doing? How are you all celebrating Onam? And what book are you all reading? Hello, Prak. How are you? Doing good. How are you? I'm very good. Happy Onam to you. Happy Onam to you, all of you who are watching this show. Thank you for removing your time for a chitter chatter. And I have to say, I have read this book and oh my God, like, you know, having that kind of a backdrop where there is so much going on and mixing it with fiction, kudos to you. Like this was an amazing fictional read that I've read in a very long time. Thank you very much. I'm really humbled by that. No, really humbled by that. So tell me, how did the journey start to write this book? What was your process like? So, yeah, it started with my first book, uh, but this is my second book. But then uh, first book was sort of, you know, um, ended at a place where I wanted to take these two protagonists to the next level in their story. And uh, I wanted to bring more family-oriented drama and then bring more thriller part of it. So it, it was a mix of, because they have such a background, right? Vikram and Sindhu, they both have background where they have saved the world from nuclear disaster and blah, 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 and then come back. Now they are liking each other, they're loving each other, they're living together. But what is next in that chapter? And while, while the next chapter starts with them, you know, wanting to go away from that spy world, uh, things are not like that. The past always catches up with you. So I wanted to bring that story where now they are living together, want to live a normal life away from the spy world. But things won't go like that. There is someone always watching. So then I mixed up the story and... I had this thought about ancient mathematics while I was doing research. I wanted to bring those factual knowledge of how much Indian, uh, ancient Indian astronomy and mathematics was advanced. Somehow, I wanted to bring it in the story because people have to know that. And there yeah. are some books who are there in the market, but they are like this bulky and not easily available in, uh, on the market. So I wanted to bring it to more common people of what was the contribution of Indian astronomers and mathematicians to the real world. So I have to just take a pause here and tell the viewers here that though this is a sequel of Bindu, um, this protagonist further, but even if you've not read the first book, you can stand alone, pick this book and read it further. So don't hold yourselves back. Please go ahead and buy this book, like, you know, and then you can always read the first one to know more that what was their past time. But you absolutely. can let this and start right away. Yes, absolutely. Oh, it has been uh, in such a way that it is stand yeah. on its own. Thank you for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, I have to tell you, I am somebody who becomes Tari Zameen for the moment the numbers come. It's like, you know, the moment I know it's maths, I'm like, uh, what just happened? Like, I, as if I'm suffering from uh, 
some issues and i call myself tari zameen par when it comes to that mm-hmm. so when i got your book and i read the blurb i said oh my god that is involved here like will i be able to be with it but the way you have used the narration and it's so well written for once i have liked maths and the history of arithmetic in the book yeah well thank you for that but yes i wanted to bring it uh, in such a way that i uh, you know we should not be you know scared of maths because it's there from the beginning of india and indians are good at mathematics so yes there have been challenges uh, with some kids children wanting to you know uh, difficulty in understanding the mathematics not just because you know of the situation of tarism in par which was kind of a dyslexic situation for the boy who was intelligent very very smart and he could do all of that in his head he just had yeah. trouble reading and writing but then uh, there are a lot of kids and including myself i was very poor in mathematics up to 7th grade and then uh, when you know uh, uh, when sir and teacher came in my life his name is narari sir he came in my life and he changed my perception of mathematics and since then there was no looking back so so being a software architect your hobby is literature and maths and astronomy and a lot more and we can see all of that reflecting in your books but how did you decide that okay you know what i want to be disciplined enough i want to write a story how did that journey start of writing very very a couple of blogs that i had written and i had shared with my friends and they were like parag you can write i mean come on and this was way back in 2013 14 when you know i just i had just started to figure out till that point i was a cyber person i i did write some memoirs but that is in my diary which nobody you know sees so uh, then you know the thought came when some of uh, my friends including my wife she said you you've written something interesting why don't you you know start writing book so that sort of you know triggered it and then you know it worked out <laughs> yes it requires some discipline yeah so you you pointed out correctly it's not like you know so i have to balance my life my family my work life but i do take out one hour per day it doesn't take too much uh, if you know what you want to do uh, just one hour per day is more than sufficient i think to to accomplish what you want to accomplish but your book besides being a fiction also has a lot of research involved because you know yeah. you can't go wrong there like you can't yeah. take too much liberty also beyond a point right so how was it like was the research consciously done or it was like you were already on that path to know a lot of things and then suddenly you thought okay let me combine both the things it was little bit of both i did have my college uh, to thank to because in college days i got a lot of time to study research and in my libraries and people used to call me library boy because i was always in library until that point it was very difficult for me but then i did some research in uh, in the uh, indira gandhi center for nuclear research at at uh, you know chennai uh, i got some good idea about nuclear science and i got to know some scientists real scientists i met some real scientists and i saw the way they were looking and working okay so yes the journey of study was you know there little bit but for this particular book i had no background i, I actually went to couple of Uh, places in pune uh, ayuka being one of them and the bhaskaracharya pratishthan being another uh, where i met and met the professors there i asked them questions about bhaskaracharya about ancient mathematicians and they were able to help me out because at till that point it was just a thought and idea that let me write something about ancient mathematicians and bring that story to 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 the forefront of the of the world but i had no idea what they were and there is very little uh, in knowledge available on the internet also if you look at it you won't find it so i had to actually go and i i just uh, i was lucky enough to find one book which i got from uh, bhaskaracharya pratishthan they gave me this book you can't find this book on the internet or anywhere else 
this book contains lot of sanskrit verses about bhaskaracharya how he wrote mathematics mathematical problem in sanskrit language can you believe that uh, in a in a poetic fashion mathematics and poetry i don't think anybody can correlate them but I can't, them... when you're saying it that you know something like this can happen like <laughs> sanskrit and maths is already too much and then yeah. so it's in the poetic form is like just too much to even believe yeah so when i was in 8th grade right we were learning something called subhashit mala they were like the sanskrit verses you know ya kundrendu sudha tushara dhavula you know those um, saraswati puja that we used to do take that and add it a mathematical component to it which talks about pythagoras theorem which talks about a problem uh, in in mathematics that was used by ancient students and until as early as late as british people when british people came to india until that point all the academic math was taught by bhaskaracharya's books oh all the yes i mean see it's not like because british indian came we started learning mathematics right it was not like that it was much before that we had lot of our own problems to solve and we used these ancient texts mathematical texts to solve those problems it had pythagorean it has quadratic equations it has calculus and those things that we have, you know we dreadful of they are there <laughs> so you know you have this setup in the book which is ideally a setup that i think every educational institution should follow it's like something that you know is really very realistic so is it like your dream to have something like that in life like how did you sort decide to have that kind of a setup sort of sort of so i i run my own small math astronomy club where i you know uh, invite small students to my place or i go to their schools and i teach them about astronomy uh, about you know stars and planets so i i thought of you know taking it to the next level it's not like i have a huge setup at home but i wanted to use that creativity to bring this sindhu who now sets up a very big astronomy club in pune city which has you know this lavish background and she has a radio astronomical telescope she has not but she also needs lot of funding she needs lot of things to do that so all of that was my own dream so i sort of you know put that into the book you know if something i cannot achieve myself let let the book achieve it you know things like that <laughs> like so. they always say na that you know be careful of a writer if you have any problems with them they might just put you in the book and kill it thank <laughs> 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 you so done now you're opening some secrets <laughs> the dream you wanted to achieve you put it in the book and partially achieved it yes so thank you for that yeah i'm glad glad i could do that yeah when you know you're writing a fictional book and you're having a research thing also something like this to make your readers believe that it is a realistic world you know because you know it's a fictional world but you need to come across so strongly because your readers need to believe that this world exists mm-hmm. how does that journey happen so i started with something called characterization and i think a lot of we, we know that right we like a movie we like a book because the characters are relatable you know you when you read about them you like okay has it happened with me maybe it's something even if the story or plot might be different but the emotions that they go through are as human as real as a real person right so i invested lot of time in characterization character building of especially of sindhu and vikram and dia including and there are few other characters also right so uh, i invested more time in building those characters that's why initially the book looks looks a little like less spacey but then over a period of time then uh, it it catches the pace I'm but I'm going to pause here he's trying to be modest it wasn't less spacey at all when i started reading the book 
I was like, okay, what's going on? And even the research that you've put in is put in so well that I did not feel at any point that it was a theory book anywhere. So yeah. you can continue, but I had to correct my viewers. Yes, no, thank you. And some of my friends did tell me that you know sometimes when I'm talking about my book, I'm I'm getting dragged. My one of my friends said, no, Paraj, this was he finished in two days, like two nights, not even two days. And oh, fantastic! Exactly <laughs> so you you hold the record now. <laughs> so yeah, thank you. So yeah, please continue. Yes. So I uh, no. So I was talking about characterization, right? So character building is more. You have to build those characters in such a way that you can relate. So all of these characters in the book, uh, you know, are someone who you can you want to relate to. Uh, you want to have that connection, and that's probably why it has it has worked so far. I mean, the book is doing really well. One of the reasons may be because of a lot of character building that I was able to do. So thank you for that. Thank you to readers who were able to understand what I was doing. When is the next one coming? Because you've again left <laughs> questioning a yeah, lot so more. A, <laughs> yeah. So there is an interesting uh, development that's happening. Okay. Uh, while my first book was like, sort of self-published and that was not very popular, uh, Suhel Mathur, who is our you know book packers uh, you know agency and my my friend and my agent uh, uh, you know agent. Um, he has taken it to himself to kind of republish my first book as a prequel to this book so that the new readers who probably are not very much familiar with it would get familiar with it i i want to draw that inspiration you know um uh, from dan brown whose second book like you know davin sikorgis's fourth book actually was more popular than the third book uh, angels and demons but uh, it became more popular after uh, you know the uh, the davin sikord was released because people started noticing and then then they realized that it's a prequel you know there is a prequel to this book so suhel is taken it to himself to do that so that will be released very soon maybe next few months i don't know i will, will work it out maybe a year but the third part of this book the peacemaker trilogy i'm calling it the third part of the book will i've already started writing it the plot is there uh, uh, hopefully in couple of years it will come out uh, you know uh, with god's grace and suhel's help patiently waiting but you very impatiently write on it because we don't want to <laughs> पर्सनल टाइम and uh, not only him sumedha also and and rest of the big book agency they give a lot of personal time to you if you if you are looking for and they are always available no i mean i don't know 24 by 7 i guess because at night 2 o'clock they will respond uh, morning 10 o'clock they will respond and what is going on so it is it is deeply personal it is it it feels family you know family like you know all the big book authors uh, suhel has created a you know group in such a way that everybody else every everybody else so it's Suhel has become that symbol for us, where we can look up to him and we can fall on him like something is going wrong or challenging. You know, it's so amazing experience. Yeah. Wow. What was the writing experience? Was it energizing? Was it exhausting? Uh, rejuvenating, I would say, because you can see, right? There, there is a work-life balance. There are challenges in the work, you know, and you have to take care of family and everything else. Uh, so that one hour when I take out, you know. Uh, it feels like i'm charging my battery because then i forget about everything else that's going on i can just focus on that one hour uh, it is like the most siloed hour that i can think of nobody else knows where i am what i'm doing what i'm writing i find some time somewhere and and it is kind of charging my battery it, it helps me you know 
focus on rest of the things that i need to so that charging battery yet every writer comes through a writer's block how do you yeah. overcome <laughs> yeah so when i when that happens right i just put it out uh, away i hug my son you know i play with him i you know stay spend time with my family i focus on work something else i you know if if i'm having a writer's block it's only because you know somewhere in the the story plot characters are not moving forward or something like that character is like that so if i think too much about it i won't get be able to get past the block so i just forget it for a few days and then come back to it after that you know suddenly i find i would have some sometimes in the dream also i suddenly fi- find motivation to okay maybe something like this can happen next and then it it happens so parag which is your favorite part of the book <laughs> my favorite part of the book is dia who is the little girl and she she has uh, you know she started to discover that she can talk very well she can talk about scientific events that are happening so she creates a youtube blog so it's basically sindhu does that blog but dia is the front face poster child of that and the way i have written it in such a way that i i imagine my son there because my son does the same my son has a youtube channel who uh, talks about science and mathematics whatever he wants to talk about so i drew some inspiration from that and i wrote one chapter which is dedicated to dia discovering herself as a you know uh, as a scientifically oriented you know uh, orator uh, so i part i like that part i mean of course there are other parts which are uh, more emotional or even thrilling thrilling parts some of them are related to rod who is a you know yeah, antagonist yeah. character and he is really trying to get into head of sindhu trying to you know manipulate her and destroy her so that part is also i was very passionate to write that because it brings out that evil from that point he is the only antagonist in the book but i wanted to bring him out in such a way that everybody else is kind of you know looking to you know stop him from doing that but he, they cannot just like that if i may ask you what was the most difficult part while writing this novel um i think uh, you know there's a character called rajguru who who's writing a letter to sindhu and he is dying he's basically having mad cow disease and he's losing his memory you know so while he's typing he wants to do a lot of things he wants to tell uh, his emotions he's like a father figure to her uh, and she he writes a letter to her in which he reveals a lot of things that are revealed to the reader also right uh, it's uh, half way the book when a lot of things don't, we don't know what's happening we just don't pieces and pieces so that was the hardest for me to write because he's dying he's writing the final letter to sindhu knowing that he's not able to meet her or the uh, uh, you know uh, that was the hardest part for me to write when you got your copy of the novel and it was all set to go out what were your emotions that day it was like finally right dream come true because uh, i had not imagined uh, you know how it would turn out initially uh, although i had suhel mathur to thank to he always supported saying that don't worry ho jayega you know uh i was more anxious for my first because it was self published and i had very little understanding of literary world other than my own writing uh, but second book i had lot of support from suhel um and also you know from locksley hall who who were finally selected my book for writing so i was less anxious i knew that things are going to be good because i had a support base now lot of people had read my first book they wanted to read my second book and all this new support that i got Uh, it was very peaceful you know when it came out like finally you know i can put my mind to rest that okay that you know things will be good from here on but thank you so 
going very good here onwards because we are seeing all the reviews that are coming up. We keep seeing you go live. We keep hearing you, and I've read the book too, so I know for a fact things are going good. How are you taking the reviews that are coming your way? <laughs> They're good. Some of them, uh, you know, uh, the Amazon reviews are really good. But I like a couple of the personal reviews that actually people called me or messaged me giving those reviews, right? Because those are like they—they they are not for the world. They are like for me, and some of them are very sweet, as in. one of my friend who is uh, you know who i called another friend and the, he and his wife and the other person his wife they were all together for celebrating some some occasion but they came across my book and they read it together you know they wow. read it together and they were like reading chapters and each chapter each chapter they were discussing because a lot of science and mathematics is there in the book right so they were discussing okay what what do we mean by this or what do we mean by that and they finally called me a message me and tell me told me that farag we read your book together and it was like a study group study thing you know and i was like oh my god i mean they they were really you know uh, they were like it's a masterpiece and we were all, and they they finished it in one whole day i mean they were all together since morning to evening and they all read together and they finished the book together it was wow. the best for me <laughs> it was like oh my god that was like yeah first time on a chitta chat and what an experience <laughs> so yeah i felt good i mean all other reviews bearing you know they are all you know methodical reviews they are talking about you know how the book is written well and all that narration is good but this is more personal this is much more emotional for me so um, thank you to those my friends and uh, you know to you for bringing out this topic how long did it take for you to write this particular book yeah that's a good question um i think i started writing sometime in 2017 i guess 7 uh, 16 uh, maybe halfway 16 17 18 by 18 uh, 33 years because from 19 onward the publication process started although i had to rewrite it a little bit and suhel said bhaiya tera book itna bada ho jayega koi padega nahi ya fir bahut bada pricey ho jayega to thoda kam kar de let's reduce it cut it down you know so i had this i have this director's cut version which is huge but then i have this published version which is slightly smaller and you know more concise and precise so yeah it took me some time to do that uh, finally it came out So tell us something that was cut from the director's version for a viewers <laughs> or who who have loved the book and like not see not exist. Yeah, so there is this Sadhna and Gagan's character. Gagan is a small boy who is dyslexic like Paris Amin Par, right? And uh, his mother who is a daughter of a very big industrialist and she is going through her own struggles because she doesn't have a husband and she is raising this kid on her own and it's a male oriented family. This yeah. is a male oriented family. she is the only female person who is doing something for the business uh, all other females in the family are only acting as you know their you know uh, home home housewife so she is the only one who is going out but she is also having getting a lot of resistance from the big family right so i had written a very big part of how this came out to be uh, okay. you know in uh, the grandfathers how they started the business and you know what why it was male dominated uh, family and how did then sadhna became female uh, you know oriented person and Uh, she wanted to dominate not dominate but at least make her presence in the family uh, being a woman being a single mother uh, she is going through her own challenges plus gagan is dyslexic and he is not into studies and so he so she is now contemplating on getting him, him into the sindhus club right because that's that's one of the premise so i directly had to jump to that and cut off the the, the previous build up uh, other than that there are few places where i had to cut out a uh, few few other things but uh, that was the main thing If we have to make this into a movie, who is it that you can imagine as the characters? Oh my God! 
that's a tough question uh, i haven't imagined that much um, but um, i don't know rajkumar rao comes to my mind perfectly uh, <laughs> well and uh, you know adipika comes to my mind when it comes to uh, you know sindhu uh, for dia she is small 10 year old so i'm not sure but uh, for 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 rod uh, i don't know Uh, that's a, that's a tough choice because a villainous role but antagonist role i i'm not yet given a thought <laughs> but we'll, we'll think but yeah these are the people who come to my mind i guess if you have to decide of releasing the director's version and give it a different title what would that be so good question very very uh, so initially when i started writing this book Re- rebirth of lilavati was not the title working title it okay. was called ambivalence of sorts you know and why ambivalence of sorts right because the reader as well as the characters go through this ambivalent feeling throughout the book because some things are really good some things are not going good in the book and in the end it is actually ambivalent situation because you don't know whether to cry or be hopeful about the future because both of this happens tragedy happens as well as you know uh, you know there are there's you know ray of hope in the book so uh, and also uh, there's a lot of thing about you know whether science can play a bigger role in in the in the world than religion because science can take you to places where religion cannot and then religion can take us to places to science cannot and so i have created a mixed feeling at towards the end which so i had kept ambivalence of sorts as a title uh, i would like to keep that uh, uh, but when we were discussing with suhel is like parag ye kisi ko samjhega nahi let's come up with more catchy title something that can relate to and come up with something so i came up with seven or eight choices uh you know of what would be the best and rebirth of tilavati became and then i started liking much more i mean initially i was like apprehensive about it and but now i feel like rebirth of tilavati is really apt uh, but if i have to go for director's cut it would be ambivalence uh, of sorts now we are going to play a little fun chitter chatter before we end our this chitter chatter so a quick question answer round and whatever comes to your mind first what is your favorite genre to read fiction Favorite series that you've read? Favorite series that you've read? Oh, Dan Brown's. If you had to today go and meet a author, who would that be? I would like to meet Anne Rand. I know she's no more, but I would like to meet her. Yeah, it's anyways. You can meet. We've given you that wish, so <laughs> it's perfect. She's, she's my uh, role model author. Yeah. A book that has stayed with you forever. fountain ebooks audiobooks or paperback paperback favorite book all time where you even today go back when you need some insights atlas shrugged any book that you feel is something that you want to gift besides the rebirth of leelavathi to someone yeah um it would be uh I think I'm, I just read a project B three zero eight seven, which is about uh, a boy who survived the Holocaust of you know uh, Jews in German, uh, Alan Gratz. I would like to give it to anybody who because it's a story of survival. How did you get into reading? Uh, my college days. Uh, until that time, I didn't even know difference between novel and magazine for that matter, and I was ragged for that. um but uh, yeah then uh, in in college days i decided to study and read books so that's why do you judge a book by its cover no do you leave books in half never 
what is your favorite thing to drink while you're reading very interesting uh, i generally drink lemon water because I, it feels you know I, i you know but lemon water yes what is your favorite thing to like favorite time to read favorite time to read at night favorite night favorite night no i'm missing that i don't know why favorite time to write write yeah late night favorite late night everybody sleeping oh very nice so it's the night time you are an owl whether reading or writing it's the yes, night it is night it is night yes favorite thing to drink while you are writing lemon water what is your favorite top 5 books oh yes um wings of fire by you know ap abdul kalam uh, there is a book called india unbound by guru charan das then uh, atlas shrugged by you know uh, and rand fountainhead by and rand and angels and demons what are you currently reading i'm reading uh, uh, ground zero by alan gratz it is about this 911 Uh, survival story of 911 uh, what you last read last i read was um, i think it was um, frederick forsyth's book devil's alternative what are you going to futurely read <laughs> i want to read i'm actually started to read uh, this uh, you know uh, elon musk's book it's a non fiction it's about life of elon musk and you know how he came out to be what he is so i'm reading i'm going to read that next And my last question: What do you want to tell your viewers about buying the rebirth of Leelavati? Well, yes, I think it, go ahead and buy it. And for the special, I would like to say this: Whoever buys today, I would give them two hundred dollar uh, Amazon gift card. Whoever buys today. Oh, viewers, you can't it. And if you think your friends should also get it, tag them right <laughs> now so that afterwards they can go and buy. Because yes. this chat is going to be on our IGTV and Spotify and YouTube. So make the most of it today. Your time starts now till tomorrow, seven thirty. You can get and win this gift card. So go right away and buy the rebirth of Lila Vadhya. And even if you bought, buy again to get the gift card. <laughs> so thank you, Parag, for this lovely thing for the viewers. I'm sure they'll be really happy. And thank you for your time for the chitter chatter. It was great having you here. And we're looking forward for many more books and many more chit chats. Thank you very much for having me here, and I've loved uh, talking to you, uh, Shweta. And if you have your book around, maybe we can take a snapshot. If by chance you have your book around, yeah. Unfortunately, no, because I'm in I'm in US, right? So I got a very limited copies, and they were all you know gone by the time I came. So, so maybe I'll just take our snapshot. So smile. All right, I have captured our moment, and thank you for the chitter chatter, and see you soon, and happy reading and happy writing. Thank you and very much. And you were so happy winning the gift card. Don't lose. So rebirth of Lila Vati it is. Thank you. See you soon. See you. Bye.